0: So it seems these days that the way you silence someone that you don't like is by waging a lawfare on them. This involves making an accusation, forcing your enemy to expend large amounts of money to defend themselves, possibly bankrupting them with legal fees, and destroying their reputation through social media and a left-leaning media. It doesn't matter if you're actually guilty of anything. Either way, you lose. These words are a quote from, and I hope I say this name correctly, Lavrenti Baria, the most ruthless and longest-serving secret police chief in Joseph Stalin's reign of terror in Russia and Eastern Europe. He would use these words when bragging about how he could prove criminal conduct on anyone, even the innocent. Beria served as deputy premier from 1941 until Stalin's death in 1953, supervising the expansion of the gulags and other secret detention facilities for political prisoners. He became part of a post-Stalin short-lived ruling Troika until he was executed for treason after Nikita Khrushchev's coup d'etat in 1953. Beriah targeted the man first, then proceeded to find or fabricate a crime. Berea's modus operandi was to presume the man guilty, then fill in the blanks later. By contrast, under the United States Constitution, there is a presumption of innocence that emanates from the 5th, 6th, and 14th Amendments, as set forth in Kofin v. U.S. from 1895. Unlike Bariah's paradigm, U.S. prosecutions start with the discovery of a crime. Then there's an investigation to find or confirm the identity of the perpetrator and collect evidence to prove his or her guilt. Kind of different these days now, isn't it? Presumption of innocence was... The way things worked in the United States, at least up until dictator Joe rigged an election, perpetrated a worldwide scamdemic, and normalized the trampling of constitutionally protected liberty. This was all fueled by complacent Americans that thought that they could trust their government and failed to think for themselves. We now have political opponents being indicted. Lawyers being arrested and their confidential documents being seized. Newspaper offices being raided and having their confidential informants exposed. Prominent conservative social media figures being accused of crimes. Gun stores being raided and their 4473s being confiscated. And all while this is happening, a corrupt left-leaning state-run media ruins the reputations of the victims of this injustice and even convicts them in the court of public opinion. Not only that, but actually criminals are not prosecuted and even protected by our justice system. Victims are sometimes even arrested for trying to protect themselves, their property, or others. As we watch attorneys being arrested just for representing their client, most prominent one currently is President Trump. We must understand that this is unprecedented and unlawful. We must understand that the reason why so many tyrannical and insane things are happening right now in the United States is because those who reside in the shadows and pull the strings of power have an army of imbeciles to throw into the breach. There was a video the other day that I believe was filmed in California. In this video, it showed a man who was asking a policeman if he could walk around with his genitals hanging out for all to see. They responded, yes, do what you want. Then this video cuts to a scene from one month later in the same town in which five policemen were arresting a young man for talking about Jesus in a public park. For the past few years, I've been telling you all about how inaction and rolling over was going to result in worse things happening in the future. Well, it is here, and it is now. Only in an inverted, bizarro comic book world would this type of happenstance be considered normal. This malignant growth, this deadly cancer rotting our civilization, will destroy this nation in which Superman is now an evil, depraved, and powerful monster, and Lex Luthor is considered the good guy. That's my fan, uh, my DC comics stuff coming through there. It's now considered okay to rob a store and deprive someone else of their right to life, liberty, and property. As long as the criminal states, they needed it more than the victim they stole it from. This is the bleeding-heart liberal mentality on steroids. This is something that we joked about for years, about bleeding-heart liberals. Well, this is where it's led. And it's getting worse. In the court of public opinion, you and I have already been convicted and found guilty. Many people in this wasteland of a country now see morality as an egregious crime. The Bible speaks of a time to come when we would once again be despised and persecuted for our faith. And that morning of the day of sorrows has dawned. You're guilty because you're a man. You are guilty because of the color of your skin. You are guilty if you think for yourself. You are guilty if you disagree with the government narrative. You're guilty if you espouse any tenets of traditional morality. You're guilty unless you embrace and validate moral depravity. There's an insistence now that you shut up about goodness and immerse yourself in filth, or else you will be punished in the extreme. If you're in a a conservative state like Texas, Florida, South Dakota... You may just believe that you are safe, but this growing tumor is coming for you, and more importantly, for your children. Just ask, if you could, those people being held in a D.C. gulag since January 6, 2000, about the topic of due process. And I think they would just answer saying, what exactly does that concept mean? Destroy the Patriots Act, instituted by the Bush administration, has obliterated the Fifth and Fourteenth Amendments. The Due Process Clause of the Fourteenth Amendment is exactly like a similar provision in the Fifth Amendment, which is for the purpose of restricting the federal government. It states that no person shall be deprived of life, liberty, or property without due process of law. Due process refers to fair procedures. Does anything seem fair anymore to any of you? China and many other countries will never allow their citizens to be endowed with the rights as described by our founding fathers through the Bill of Rights. Therefore, in order for globalization to come to fruition, our Bill of Rights must be destroyed. A new world order is coming, and our rights are on their deathbed. When the despots in this nation started arresting the lawyers of Donald Trump just for representing him, I immediately knew that this country was beginning the downward spiral of its final noxious moments of life. I've been telling you that the use of insane phrases like micro-assaults by our education system and leadership as well meant that free speech was coming to an end. The use of the word assault within this phrase conditioned the feeble-minded of this nation to accept speech as violence. Here's some hate speech for you. Belief in this asinine concept speaks to the true stupor that burns like wildfire across the desolate landscape that is now the dominant culture of our time. Acquired insanity blows across our landscape as the debris of mindless instruction and windswept projectiles of evil men threaten our very existence. All of you who are unwilling to siege your liberty, and by my observation this number of people is retreating by the day, must stand and demand that this nonsense ends now, when the real fight does come, and it will, there may not be enough of us left to resist. Stop believing the lies. Stop giving in. Hang on to your weapons of war. Stop compromising your God-given personal liberty. Get your heads out of the sand and get involved. Resistance is not futile. As a matter of fact, it is necessary if we have any hope of saving our land of the free.